This program is a community service and is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice. Listeners having questions about their health should make an appointment to see their personal physician. Any opinions or statements made during the program are those of the individuals or physicians making the statements and are not the opinions or statements of the hospital. Not being able to breathe properly can be really frightening, but luckily there are treatments available that can help you improve lung function and maintain an independent lifestyle. We're going to talk about it today with Stephen Sabo, the Director of Cardiopulmonary and Respiratory Services at Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospital. This is Healthy Conversations, the podcast from Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospital. I'm Prakash Chandran. So first of all, Stephen, let's start with some of the more common breathing disorders that you come across day to day. Sure. Probably the most common that uh, folks are aware of are asthma and COPD. Um, There's a lot of uh, publicity about these two uh, lung diseases, which is beneficial. You probably see a lot of commercials for different uh, airway management medications, and and that's great. Uh, Public education is wonderful, and that's probably one of the main treatments we suggest. So um, asthma, probably very common. People have heard of it. throughout their life, uh, it is a um, disorder or disease uh, that is treatable uh, but not curable. It's very common, probably 20 million people have asthma in um, the United States. Um, The most beneficial treatment plan for asthma is to be aware of your body, be aware of the symptoms. Uh, The treatments are easy, they're generally inhaled medications uh, and to do this it takes seconds so first and foremost, if, if you notice your breathing is short, tight, uh, short of breath would be uh, feeling fatigued or winded with, with normal activity, getting up from the couch to get to the kitchen or walking from the car to the market, uh, this is something unusual and you'd want to talk to your doctor about it. Also, if you have a cough uh, or you have noisy breathing, we call that wheezing, that's time to talk to your doctor about the possibility of having asthma. Very similar to that is a disease called COPD. Uh, that stands for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. In the old days, we referred to COPD as bronchitis or emphysema. Uh, both of those disease processes are grouped together and, uh, and your doctor may refer to that disease as COPD. I'm grouping these together because treatment plans are are very similar for these. The difference is COPD is avoidable. It is a progressive lung disease that happens over time, but it happens because you've exposed your body to irritants. The most common irritant is uh, smoking. Um, Other irritants would be working in uh, polluted areas, uh, being exposed to fibers, um, solvents, particulate matter like that that would cause your lungs to become irritated. And not removing yourself from these irritants over time causes this chronic disease. So we'll get back to asthma in a moment, but you know, you mentioned that COPD is avoidable. Is there ever a time where you know, some of the effects that you get from COPD or exposing yourself to these irritants becomes irreversible? Yes. Once you start to develop the symptoms of COPD, it is, it is uh, treatable but not reversible. These symptoms continue to progress over time, becomes harder and harder to breathe, and um, ultimately they can be fatal. So uh, that's why early detection and treatment, if you think you have uh, any issues like this, is imperative. You have to really know your body and, um, 
address this with a healthcare professional. You mentioned that you group these two, um, asthma and COPD, in a similar bucket because a lot of the symptoms are the same. You know, wheezing, um, you know, kind of getting uh, short of breath when you're doing simple things. At what point should you go and see a doctor about this? Well, here's how we look at it. If you notice um, your breathing, first of all, you shouldn't notice your breathing. It comes uh, automatically. It feeds your body with oxygen. Your lungs do. They're a very remarkable organ for your body. Um, so if you notice your breathing, that's one little trigger or risk factor. If you have a chronic cough, if you cough a lot, that would be daily with or without mucus. If you notice that you're fatigued or short of breath, just doing regular activities, as I mentioned earlier, getting up from the couch to go to the kitchen or walking from the car into the market. If you have to stop or you notice your breathing during those times, that's another risk factor. If you notice that maybe your lips have a little bluish tint to them or your fingernail beds have a little bluish tint to them, that's a time to address uh, these symptoms with your doctor. If you notice your breathing is noisy, like wheezing. So if you think about all these things and then you also have any of the risk factors. If you were a smoker, if you have a family member that has asthma or COPD, if you work around a heavy polluted area, definitely these are times to talk to your doctor about that. That's when you want to take some action. Uh, and your symptoms may be mild at first, but if you have three or more of these symptoms, it's time to take notice and go to your doctor. Early treatment is key. So let's talk about some of those treatment options. Let's say that I notice, for example, that I'm wheezing, I'm expressing some of the symptoms that you mentioned. I go to my doctor. What do they do? What treatment plan do they put me on here? Yeah, so your doctor will um, get a brief history uh, to um, document your risk factors, your family history, your lifestyle history, your work history, um, they may order some diagnostic tests, which are very common and not painful. Probably the key test is um, something we call a spirometry. It's a pulmonary lung function test. They're quite easy to perform. It's, it's basically the patient just breathing out into some equipment, and the uh, clinician who's performing the test will instruct the patient on various ways to breathe so they can take vital measurements of your lung capacity and probably more important, the flow rates are the speed that the air moves throughout your lungs. So you may also have a chest X-ray, which again, very painless, very easy to do. And your doctor will assess your lung function and the severity or lack of the COPD based on these diagnostic tests. Got it. And so once they make this diagnosis, what kind of treatment options are available? You talked about the inhaler for asthma, but what about COPD? And um, are there any more extreme treatments that are um, available to try to help fix things faster? Yeah. So um, if you do uh, receive a diagnosis of COPD, let's focus on that first. Um, there may be some lifestyle changes your doctor recommends along with any kind of medication treatment plan. So, um, of course, the number one thing we recommend uh, is to keep your lungs clean. If you are currently a smoker, we really advise uh, stopping smoking. Uh, if it's difficult, um, talk to your doctor about smoking cessation programs. That's really key. Um, another key lifestyle change is some exercise, some routine exercise, and that doesn't mean running marathons or jogging. It could just be walking in your living room back and forth. And you try to do that as many times as you can. 
It, so you don't have to do anything strenuous, but it's just routine activity. And of course, you know, over the weeks, you want to try to increase your endurance till if you're very severe, pretty soon you can walk around the block. So some kind of routine exercise is key. Taking your medications as prescribed, that's also key. And I'll talk a little bit about medications in a moment. And then knowing your body, maybe you have to keep a log of how your breathing is, how often you cough. Sometimes there are home devices that are given that will help you easily measure your lung strength. And, and this is something to take note of and report back to your doctor if you see any changes. So as far as medications or pharmacology, breathing medications are so easy to use. We see lots of commercials about inhalers, and, and basically that's what they are. There are two different families of medications, and depending on how your diagnostic tests show up, that'll guide your doctor into what type of medication plan you need to um, take at home. And again, they're, they're inhaled medications. Most of the time, they take about a second to do. You may have to do them once or twice a day. Uh, there are other medication plans that may require a little more frequent administration, maybe every four to six hours, but it's nothing that will interrupt your lifestyle too much. Yeah, it's really good to know that they're out there. And yeah, I've seen my friends with asthma. It's just a quick inhale and then that's that's done. And just because as a layman asking, what exactly is happening when they do the inhaler? Is there uh, a bunch of uh, medication that's in that inhaler that they're absorbing into their lungs? Like how does it actually work? Great question. So there are two families. The most common family is what we call a bronchodilator. So um, when you have asthma or emphysema, uh, your airways become more narrow. In the case of asthma, um, an irritant, which might be dog dander, dust, a cold blast of air, um, and anything that your body feels is an irritant, will cause your lungs to respond in a way to try to protect themselves. And what they do is actually close down your bronchial passages in an effort to reduce the amount of irritant getting into your lungs. Unfortunately, that also reduces the amount of fresh air and oxygen going into your lungs. So even though they're trying to protect themselves, it's not beneficial to your, to your uh, entire body. So when you inhale a bronchodilator, it causes the muscle that line your airways to relax almost immediately. Uh, you might have heard the term rescue inhaler. These are medications that work within a minute to start to relax those muscles and open up your airways. Uh, another family of medications are called anti-inflammatants, and they do just that. They get rid of inflammation or swelling that also go along with your body's response to irritated lungs. Um, either the muscle spasming or the swelling both decrease the opening, the size of your bronchial passages, and again, that prevents air from getting into your lungs. So both the medication plans help to open those airways up. A rescue inhaler does it very quickly. Maintenance medications don't work as fast, but they work for a long period of time. They might last in your body up to 12 hours before you would need to redose. Yeah, thanks for that explanation. And, you know, as we wrap up here, I want to talk about how we uh, can be proactive to promote healthy lung function. You know, I know you talked about um, a consistent exercise routine, you know, even just walking around your living room and certainly avoiding those irritants like smoking or things that are really going to irritate your lungs. But what else can we do to be proactive? So you can know your environment. If you feel like you have sensitive lungs uh, and have not been diagnosed, um, 
take take note of the uh, air quality outside. We we're fortunate in our central coast area to live in relatively clean air, uh, but there still are days if, if you live near coastal communities where the sand dust kicks up, and um, you can easily go online uh, and uh, review the air quality uh, in your zone. And there's recommendations. If you have sensitive lungs, if the air quality is bad, they may uh, recommend that folks stay inside or limit their outdoor activities. Um, again, if if you um, have a lifestyle that, that causes you to be in more irritating areas, you want to really key in, know your body, know when changes may be happening to your lungs as far as the amount you cough, how easily you get fatigued. Uh, I can't stress enough how early detection and keying into symptoms that your body gives you, clues that your body gives you, will prompt you to talk to your doctor. Again, um, asthma, COPD, they are very treatable diseases, but if they go unchecked, sadly, they can be fatal. Wow, okay, that's really fantastic advice. And I think the main takeaway here is be very proactive. If you start noticing some of these things, it never hurts to go in and, and get it checked out. Um, you know, before we close here today, is there anything else that you wish that more patients knew before they came to see you? So a lot of folks ignore the symptoms, and I sound like a broken record here, but ignore the symptoms their body, the clues their body are, are giving them. They discount being short of breath as just getting older or they're out of shape. Um, or some folks um, see medical attention, but they don't follow up with the proper diagnostics. So they may be given the wrong medications or medications that aren't as beneficial as they could be. And in clinical practice, I do see that a lot. And it's tough. You might see a patient who has been uh, treated for 10 years, but maybe not with the best medication. So again, key into your body symptoms, follow up with your doctor, take medications as prescribed. Great advice. All right, Stephen, really appreciate your time today. That's Stephen Sabo, the Director of Cardiopulmonary and Respiratory Services at Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospital. Thanks for checking out this episode of Healthy Conversations. For a referral to Stephen Sabo or another provider, call the Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospital Physician Referral Line at 866-966-3680. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. This has been Healthy Conversations, the podcast from Sierra Vista Regional Medical Center and Twin Cities Community Hospitals. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.